And welcome to the Mouse and More Pockets. My name is Chris, and tonight I'm joined by Adam, Liza, and Tony. How's it going, guys? Hey, awesome. We don't have Rachel here to keep an eye on us, so I think I think or Mike Bridget or Bridget uh, or Mark. The grownups are gone. What's yeah, what's Mark's going on with that? Mark no. is totally overrated. <laughs> he is. Bridget and I were just discussing that on the phone. Oh, poor Mark in his no. little hat and his shoes. I know Mark's awesome. Okay, so I, love Mark. I do too. So I am cheap when it comes. You know, I mean, I'll spend money. Liza knows this. We've had discussions, but a lot of times, you know, I, it's got to be about value for me. And so we were talking about what are some good food options in each park, and basically, we wanted to talk about what's the best bang for your buck, quick service, in all the parks. So. Let's start with, how about we start with a difficult one? Let's go with Hollywood Studios, guys. I know it's a tough one. I'm going to throw this to Adam. Well, spoiler alert, the best bang for your buck is, of course, Woody's Lunchbox. Duh. Uh, Especially if you are willing to go for the kids' menu, which I did, you're going to get like a half a sandwich. You're going to get like a little bit of the, um, now they call them potato barrels, but we all know and love them as tater tots. We all know their tater tots. Tater tots are the best. And you're going to even, I believe, you're going to get a piece of fruit with that meal there for $6.79. Can't be. But it's just a little half sandwich, right? Well, yeah, half sandwich. The, the potatoes. You guys like, like okay. how I say potatoes? Potatoes. Potatoes. That is nice. Potatoes. Sorry. Yeah, I, I, I like a, it. People say I have an accent, but I don't. But oh, no. I never picked up on Now, it. the only thing is they say they comes with a mandarin orange. Now, where I come from, we call those clementines. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe where you come from, you call them mandarin oranges. That's I call them the things the kids throw in the trash. <laughs> oh, they're good. Especially if they're yeah, coming they from Florida. That means they're they fresh. I think no? so. I think that's probably, if you're a light eater, that's a good bang for your buck. Or you can get the adult-sized meals sandwiches which are you know anywhere from like nine to thirteen dollars okay you can't beat it i don't think that's a and pretty good deal and it's a, and it's it's a brand new kitchen right so it doesn't have the funk of 50 years of disney world uh loveliness you know mm, you don't i don't to, right i refuse to believe <laughs> that there is any funk in any disney kitchen i i refuse it as well however you never know yeah that's true all right, yeah. I like that. I think that's a good one. How about you, Liza? Well, I'm just going to say ABC Commissary. And let me just just hear me out. Whoa. I think it's the best bang for your buck because, A, it has, like, air-conditioned seating. So, like, you're in an air-conditioned area, which is nice. And you get to watch ABC uh, television clips on TVs. Yeah, there's that. <laughs> It, you know what? It, oh, and the Greek salad. Everybody says the Greek salad is so good. Um, I still haven't had it. I've had a burger there, which, you know, it's a burger. But the, the studios, honestly, you don't sound like, convinced. Okay. I, I, I feel I, like you're like, trying really hard I'm, here. I'm so reaching food so there. hard. But I'm going to tell you, it's like the, the, the sad little stepchild of Disney is the studio's food. 
areas, it's, like the quick service. It's yeah, so quick bad. Service. It's so bad, the quick service there. And now I haven't tried Toy Story. I'm just going to go with ABC just solely on air-conditioned seating and everybody thinking that the Greek salad's good. Um, what about you, Tony? Well, I'm uh, going to agree with uh, uh, you guys that uh, pickings, pickings in Hollywood Studios right now are slim. And it is, uh, you know, it's a park in transition. Um, my best bang for the buck is, uh, gonna, I'm going to say Fairfax Fair. Yeah. Um, I like the outdoor seating. You know, I don't need the air conditioning all the time. Uh-huh. Um, and, and I like their, their food options. Uh, it's a lot of rice bowls now and, and hot dogs and empanadas. Um, the kids' meal selection, a little dicey. Uh, they're only offering Uncrustables and a turkey sandwich right now. Um, but my kids are past the past the kid meal stage. The you know my oldest would probably go with uh, the grilled chicken seven layer rice bowl. Um, so I, you know the prices aren't that bad. Uh, you know you're looking at eight to twelve dollars in general. So there's just a lot of options that I I enjoy. So for me it's the best bang for the buck. But you know once again with the caveat that there's slim pickings. Yeah. And- can I get an honorable mention of storing rolls and may it rest in peace? Uh, absolutely. You, you mean, never know. It could be coming back. Gosh, no. that was the best. But yeah. Since it's it's just, gone. I have nothing. Kid, have you ever been in a more poorly designed bakery, though? Because, like, you had to go in these really awkward ways, and then there was this, like, point where, you know, there, maybe a fight was going to break out because the line was confusing. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was bad. It was not it was bad. good. Like, every time I would go in there, I'd break into a cold sweat. Somebody going to punch my kid? You know, I mean, it was not good. So No, I, it's not great. But, I mean, it had good sandwiches. It did. I I, I would say that is a nice option. I'm going to go with Tony with Fairfax Fair. I like that. With an honorable mention, if you have younger kids who have no, they just want to eat pizza or whatever, Pizza Rizzo I think is good. And again, you've got the air conditioning. So there's that option. There's not a ton of air conditioned places to eat in that part. So, all right, let's move to, I, I want to go in order of difficulty. So Animal Kingdom. I think Animal Kingdom has an incredible amount of food options and I think some of the portions I'm thinking of one place in particular are so huge you could easily split them which gives you the bang for your buck so let's go back to Adam and tell tell us Adam where do you like to eat in Animal Kingdom all right I believe there's an obvious number one answer mm-hmm. I'm not gonna say I'm gonna let whoever's next take it I oh, <laughs> because I took the I, I took probably the best one from the last park you so did I'm gonna pass that along Having said that, where I go for quick service, I like the Harambe Market, which is fairly new. It's open air. There is no air conditioning, which doesn't make any sense. Although, I mean, obviously, because you're outside, but, I mean... They've got the nice shade in there, though. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's got it a lot of It is really, and it's pretty. Yeah. It's also like... Africa, and yeah, there's not much air conditioning there. Well, that's true, but this is also America, where we have a lot of air conditioning. Which is probably unfortunate for the well, environment. That's Florida. That's true. But that's another show. Yes, I like it's a Har- show where I make everyone sad. <laughs> I like Harambe Market. They have different things, not theme park food. So they've got your you know, grilled chicken skewers with uh, papaya slaw. they got beef and lamb 
gyro, or some people call it hero, depending upon, you know, your accent, I guess. They got ribs and sausage. They have different things. I would, um, if I couldn't go to the place that I'm thinking, you all are thinking it, I would go here, Harambe Market. Yeah, Harambe Market is good. You know, I wanted to like Harambe Market. We were there, it was probably one of the first weeks uh, that they were open, and it was kind of a Chinese fire drill uh, when we went in there. It was still, uh, there There seemed to be no order. Um, people didn't realize that every one of those little markets in there, the every window pretty much has the same menu. Um, and, and, and it was just, it was really disorganized. When was uh, that? Uh, like a week or two after they opened. Oh, okay. And so it I don't just think they do that anymore, do they? It really put a bad taste, uh, you know, in our in our mouth. Like I want to go back there, but every time I go back, my wife is like, "I will not go into Harambe Market." You know, wow. it just it wasn't good. And and I tr- keep trying to remind her that, you know, that was when they were relatively new. But uh, you know, some people have a bad experience, and it just you know that's that's what she thinks of when she thinks of Harambe. That's what she thinks of when she thinks of Harambe. Yeah, bad bad market food. Bad market food, not the gorilla, right? And Wilson. Oh, okay. Warden Wilson. Oh. oh, Wilson. Jumbo. Jumbo. All right. I don't understand that, so I'm going to go on to Liza <laughs> and ask Liza. Go ahead. I think. Adam, Wait a second. How can you what? not understand what we're talking about? I don't know. I really don't, don't. Don't you listen in the queue or on the old safari ride when you were with uh, Wilson, who was the park warden for uh, oh. the Harambe Preserve? No. He's the guy who gives you the the spiel in the line. She didn't pay attention. Wow. I totally pay attention. He was the guy who told you, "Oh, look, there's little red. Everything is safe." Oh, little red. Oh, you know, I, red. Know, I know I've heard it, but I don't really remember the guy's name. But I'm horrible with names. I lived in a neighborhood for ten years, and there was a woman across the street, and I could not tell you her name ever. I mean, we Mildred all the time. No, she was horrible. I don't no. even remember her name. Uh-oh. She was so mean. Um, oh, but she doesn't yeah. listen. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Probably, if, I can't even imagine she would go to Disney. She'd it's probably go to Universal. Uh, maybe. Um, She's at Old Town. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Riding that one thing that drops you out of the sky. Oh my gosh, that's yeah, so bad. Do you ever have a conversation with somebody who'll be like, um, yeah, and you're like, who is this? <laughs> anyway, all right, I'm going to throw it to Liza. What do you think? Oh, everybody knows what I think. Satuli Canteen, I love those bowls. Um, and honestly, it's a good value, I think, for fifteen ninety nine, sixteen bucks. I mean, that's the combination of beef and chicken one, but you can make your own, like the make your own bowl. I like the tofu. The tofu's good. And they, well, I don't know. I mean, I like it. And I get, and I always tell them I want like different dressings on the side and they'll give you different dressings and not charge you extra for an extra cup of dressing. And, you know, I'm a condiment person. So I always tell them, I'm sorry, I have an addiction. I need extra It is good. It is good. And it makes you feel like you're super healthy. I mean, I I love the fish that they have there. It's so good. And then, okay, go ahead. Oh, I just, I felt like the first time I had the fish there, I was like, I can't believe how moist this is. You know, it's like, it's in a theme park and it's probably one of the best fish dishes I've had, you know, in a long time. Now, here's something that I've discovered and it's, it's on the Disney food blog 
if you want to look at it. But they have a $75 Satuli sampler platter that you can get on the menu through the mobile order. And it is everything on the menu. So if you're going with like a giant group of people, maybe it would be worth it. But you can check it out on the mobile order. But you can only get it after 5 p.m. Wow. Well, that's good because you wouldn't want to be eating $75 worth of lunch (laughs) and then hitting Expedition Everest. But, I mean, you get a sampling of each of the bases, all of the sauces, the vegetable slaw. You also get beverages and you get your choice of four proteins. That's awesome. That's a big platter. Well, I think, honestly, for quick service, it's the the freshest and the best food you can get at Disney. It is. My favorite quick service. So if you're looking, though, at the prices, though, they it is a little it's it's actually pretty reasonable. It's about between anywhere from 13 to, you know, 16 for one of those bowls. So that's actually pretty good because you would pay easily that much for a burger and fries. Yeah, at least on the floor. Filling, yeah, it's filling and it's healthy. Right, and you don't have to feel like you're eating really bad food because I don't know about you, but like once I've been at Disney for a couple of days, I'm like, oh gosh, I don't think I can eat one more burger or French Mm -hmm. fry. Mm -hmm. So, and you know, I have a high tolerance for Chick Fil A and that sort of thing. But you know, that's Chick Fil A. That's different. Um, What about you, Tony? Where Where are you going in Animal Kingdom? Animal Kingdom, I am headed over to the Yak and Yeti local food cafes. Uh, It was either that or Flame Tree Barbecue. I'm a big fan of of Flame Tree. Mm -hmm. Uh, But the last time we were in Animal Kingdom, we we happened to stop at the uh, Yak and Yeti uh, quick service. And, uh, you know, it's mainly, I'd say, uh, an Asian uh, experience. Uh, A lot of beef bowls. Uh, They did have a Kobe beef cheeseburger. Uh, Asian wraps, tiki masala, honey chicken, Kobe beef hot dog, uh, egg. They've got a whole bunch of egg roll uh, options, fried rice. Um, I'm a big fan of, of Asian uh, cuisine. Uh, so I, I just really like being able to get a, a teriyaki bowl mm-hmm. uh, while I'm there. Um, so that, uh, that that's my favorite. Okay. So you again, you took mine. Cause it, <sighs> well, kind of you took mine because I'm not a Yak and Yeti fan. Get out of my head. I know, right? But I'm a huge Flame Tree Barbecue fan. I I think, now I have to preface this by saying, I live in the South, and when you live in the South, you're very smug about your barbecue. And in fact, this morning I was on Instagram, and I saw this big hunk of meat, and they were like, we're the barbecue kings. And I noticed they were located in New York, and I just was like, never mind. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were looking at my picture. No. No, I mean, seriously, like... Oh, a big hunk of meat. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Tony, don't. I, yes, it was a shirtless snow shoveling one. I keep that actually up in my office. Hey. Um, I get it framed because I think that it's just not doing, it's not, it doesn't look the way I want it to look without a frame. But anyway, um, no, I just was looking at this barbecue and I thought, oh, you know, it's from New York, so it can't be any good. My natural assumption is going to be that barbecue in a theme park isn't any good, but I think Flame Tree Barbecue is actually really good. It's good for a theme park it's good for florida it's just really good barbecue yeah my, my wife turned me on uh to the flame tree because i'm a you know I, I hate to say it but being an italian and coming from an area where you know pizza is a a staple food yes. here in in connecticut um i actually like disney theme park pizza so i was always wow. like a, a pizza fari guy or yeah. it's crazy i know um, but I, when I'm, when I was in the theme parks, I liked the little individual, you know, Mickey shaped pizzas or 
just an, an individual pizza. And that would be kind of like my go-to meal. Uh, but she turned me on to the barbecue. And, uh, you know, I'm not a big, I don't like ripping a half a chicken apart, whatnot, when I eat. But uh, Flame Tree, Flame Tree is really good. Oh, yeah, that's good. Tony, would and- you grow up eating Elio's frozen pizza or something? Well, when I was a child, I, I lived all over the globe, so we didn't have good pizza like we have here. Yeah, maybe that's no. it. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, you guys in Connecticut have good pizza, but... We do. Was a, he was a Navy brat, so... Did you live overseas? Uh, we did. We lived in Guam for two years. Oh, I thought you were going to say in Italy. Then I was going to be like, Guam. oh... <laughs> no. Yeah, Guam. Probably didn't have the best pizza. He was in the Navy. <laughs> um, okay, so I... Yeah, I mean, I, I'm always actually, when I talk to clients who are from up north, I am always afraid to recommend pizza at Disney. Because every single time they'll go, oh, well, we have the best pizza in the world here. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, really? Okay. Well, never mind then. So, but yeah, why don't you have some of that flame tree barbecue? You know, I, they just, they just, you don't want to recommend Italian food to people from where you're from. But. Anyway, I digress. Now, that okay. being said, Italian in Epcot is not bad. Uh, Italian, like we didn't get there out? yet. We didn't get there I, yet. I, I know, but that's, that's, a, that's full, you know, that's, that's sit down. Um, right. And, uh, you know, but Italian at Tony's Town Square, that's a little, you know, that's a little different, yeah. you know. Italian at Tony's Town Square was only good when the light parade was going by. Right. A, no, it was never good. It's the <laughs> worst thing in the world. Even my kids won't eat it. Like when somebody says, wow, this is worse than Olive Garden, you know it's pretty bad. That, and well, and yeah. it's a tragedy because it's like one of the best locations in all the parks and I they don't know, have anything It's so there. good when that parade goes by and you could just sit in there and kind of watch it. Personally, I think they should serve nothing but spaghetti so you can just reenact Lady and the Tramp all day. <laughs> Yeah, I t- I, well, yeah. But we digress. Okay, so let's go ahead and move on to Epcot. I think Epcot is probably one of the bigger challenges because there's so much food. So what we want is something that doesn't cost a lot. You know, Don't tell me your favorite, but tell me something that doesn't cost a lot that you think is a good, you know, it's a bang for your buck. So I'm going to start with Adam. I really like outside, okay, La Cantina de San Angel. Right, that's, that's the counter, <laughs> service, counter service. My God, are you are you Spanish speaking? I know. I, know. I thought he's from. <laughs> yeah. I know. Sounds like somewhere I want to go. Um, <laughs> Poor Adam. All right, go ahead. Tell us about your food, Adam. I like the. Um, who doesn't love a good taco, right? So if there's no kiosk for flower and garden or fruit and wine, I like that place because it's shaded and it's on the water and. The people of Mexico are, are nice. It's just an all-around good experience. And they got those, they got that frozen margarita that almost killed me when I was there. But um, other than that, go for it. Okay, I have a question. Uh-huh. So, first of all, you said food and wine. And I have to tell you that to, I'm not going to dispute that going to food and wine isn't fun. But to me, getting a little three-inch round of food for $7 feels pretty horrible. So, I mean, to me, it's not a it's not a bang for your buck at yeah, least. And, you no, know, you're right, and it's not usually it's not prepared when you order it. It's been sitting there for a while. Right. right? I mean, yeah. it's the, the, they're in a five by five box, so where are they right. going to cook this stuff? So, uh, yeah, no, I agree. Um, but it's 
bang for your buck if you're looking to try one thing from one place and one thing from another place and right. pay the same amount of money. Because you could do that. You could get two items for $12, but have your appetizer in, you know, country A and then your, you know, your other appetizer in country B. So that's kind of like one way to think about it. You're not, right. you're not bound to one food item. You can go to different things. Yeah, but I, I guess, feel like it's a sad little plate most of the time when I get it. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess when you when you weigh it, you know, versus you know, the cost versus you know poundage and what you're getting, and yeah, it's it's not. So. But yeah, I I think that it's kind of a tragedy that it's so darn. Like you could just spend like seventy or eighty bucks and and come out and go, okay, what's for dinner? Yeah. You know. So, and it's not, it's not especially satisfying because it's hot and you're walking around and you're like eating your food off of the top of a garbage can. Although they put in a bunch of tables, like in the last couple of years, they've added mm-hmm. more, more tables. Yeah. But yeah, I, uh, I definitely want, I, I, I don't know. I, I like it. Definitely so. done my share of eating on top of a trash can at Epcot. <laughs> <laughs> Napping on top of one. <laughs> I mean, really, though. And then you're like, this is great. Oh, somebody's throwing their garbage away while I'm sitting here eating. (laughs) But it's true. We've all done it. Yeah. So tell us what your favorite bang for your buck in Epcot is, Liza. It's for sure Tangerine Cafe. Because if you get that shawarma plate, you can easily split that with someone and both be really full. I mean, I split it with my mom when we go together. And we both are totally fine with it. Like, I I mean, you could eat it by yourself, too. I mean, you'd be really full. But it's a lot of food. Like, you get a lot of food in that shawarma plate. It's it's really good. Have you had it? Do you eat that? I haven't had it yet. I need to go there. Is there lamb on there? Yeah, they have lamb. Not happening. But you can get the chicken. Have you tried lamb? Are we just like saying we don't like lamb? You know why I don't eat lamb? Because they are adorable animals. It's almost as bad to me as like eating a cat. But like, I mean. Cows are not cute. Cows are ugly. I mean, I get it. But cows aren't ugly. They've got those pretty eyes and they're. No. So I was, you know what? I, my grandmother was, my grandparents were farmers. I was raised around like cows and pigs. It's like you ate them. But lamb, I just, my grandmother would have never. So I think that's where that comes from. But I will not eat lamb. I, you could, I would eat a rock first. <laughs> well, the, I will just say the chicken and lamb car, combo platter is only fourteen ninety nine. But just, I'm telling you, it can feed two people. It can definitely, and, and it can satisfy two people. I think it can. And then also, it's all all served with a side of hummus, tabbouleh salad, couscous salad, bread, like the pita bread. You also get a good amount of meat. And, um, or they have a vegetable platter, which I get a lot too. But I do like the lamb. It also comes with like uh, that yogurt sauce that you can put on it. That's really oh, I love good. That. Yeah, yeah. And but the vegetable plate's really nice too. And I would not get the baklava. I, I'm gonna let you know right now. It's not great. It's very very dry. I make the best baklava, so I can't even get any anywhere else because. I was surprised. You just don't seem like a baklava maker. You know what happened? I had to make it for someone one time for this church thing. And then after I made it, uh, it was like really good. And then everybody's like, oh, you got to make that again. You got to make that again. Sounds. I love baklava. Um, okay, Tony, what about you? 
I am going to go with Sunshine Seasons, which is in the land, in the basement. Uh, Bank for the Buck, uh, you know, there are so many options there because uh, it is a it is a counter service. But it is split up into four or five different little uh, windows. Uh, so there's an Asian window, a, 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 gr- a grill window, a, a sandwich window, uh, a bakery window, which is a big thing. They've got a really nice bakery with a lot of selections. But there's pretty much something for everyone. Uh, to eat there. Once again, uh, I'm going to lean towards the Asian cuisine. Uh, I like the Mongolian beef that they serve there. It's uh, you know it's like a $13 dish. It's one of the most expensive dishes that they have at Sunshine Sunshine Seasons. But uh, I can't get enough of that when I'm there. Uh, so that's uh, you know the, the entire family loves it, and you know we definitely stop there for lunch when we're in Epcot. I like that. I like that a lot. That's one of my older child's. He's always he always goes there. Now this so. isn't I, we didn't pick the same this time, right? There's no okay, we didn't good. pick the same one. Okay, so first I'm going to say one of my favorite quick service locations, probably in any Disney park, is in the UK Pavilion, the little fish and chips stand there. Oh, I like ate there. I know it was wonderful. In Fabulous. full dis- in full disclosure, um, me and the girl, well, the girls and I, to be grammatically correct, will eat at Sunshine Seasons. And my wife will shoot over to that fish and chips window and get fish oh, and chips. Oh, and I love that you guys are willing to split up because a lot of people, when I say, hey, do your own thing sometimes in the park, they'll be like, oh, it's a family vacation. What is wrong with you? So I like that you guys we are We split to up, but we meet back together. Yeah, that's special. Let's move to our favorite park. Okay, I know it's not Liza's favorite park. Uh, it's fine, and I'm the one who's narrating this, so I'm just going to call it our favorite park. Um, Magic Kingdom. What's the most bang for your buck in the Magic Kingdom? And again, bang for your buck, not your favorite. Go ahead, Adam. All right, I'm going to throw a curveball at you guys. I'm not going to say be our guest, even though technically it is quick service. Oh, expensive. It is? Yeah, 22 bucks for breakfast. I thought it, I didn't realize it was that much. Yeah, that's because you don't look at the prices. You're right, I don't. You need to have um, some that better be a lot of bang for that buck. It really <laughs> better be. Well, you do get that free thing of pastries. So, like, technically, you could, sh- you could, you know, share breakfast and then ask for more pastries. Bring more. So, anyway, we're not recommending that. Go ahead, Adam. All right, here we go. Bang for my buck, all right? This is what I want. For breakfast, the warm cinnamon roll at Gaston's Tavern. Five dollars. It's massive, and you can walk and eat it, which I've done. Mm-hmm. So you kind of burn it off as you eat it. It's not balanced breakfast. It's not a um, meal replacement, but it's what I want to have when I'm there. So I'm surprised because you like good food, and to me, that is a big dried block of dough. Like I don't, big... I don't think it's good. It's not dry. It's very moist. Uh, every Wait, time I've had it, it's been dry. What did you like? The cinnamon roll. Cinnamon roll with Gaston's. I thought it was pretty good. I'm, I'm I thought it's pretty good. I, I thought the the you know the frosting was pretty cream cheesy, which I can get behind. Yeah. I'm okay with that. It just I'm I'm just gonna tell everyone if you like cinnamon rolls, do yourself a favor. Alton Brown's overnight cinnamon rolls. I've been making them for years. I make them for school things. You name what? it, I make it. Is it like a it's, Food Network recipe? 
It is a Food Network recipe, and it is the best cinnamon rolls. And the nice thing is, is you make them the night before, so the dough kind of, you know, that buttermilk kind of turns oh, into something oh. a tiny bit tangy in the dough. Um, and then you bake them, like you just take them out of the oven and let them come up to room temperature, rise a bit, and then bake them. They're the perfect Christmas morning treat. And they're easy. They're so easy. Okay, you can't mess it up. Okay, get an ingredients tomorrow. I'm going to do it. You will love it. Don't forget to buy the buttermilk. I, yeah, I have to have, that's why I was going to make it. And then you said buttermilk. I'm like, I don't have buttermilk. So Everybody has, you can make your own buttermilk anyway. No, no I can't. <laughs> can. um, you just add a teaspoon of vinegar to whole milk. Yeah, but okay. Well, it's true. Okay. Okay. All right. So that is probably the weirdest digression, but I'm going to tell everyone it is the best digression ever. Especially if you like, you know, what is that cinnamon, Cinnabon? They taste just like Cinnabons, only fresher. And mm. you can really, you can put like an inch and a half of frosting on it. So, mm. yeah, best thing ever. Okay. All right. Let's go. Now that Adam, Adam, do you have one for lunch? Columbia Harbor House. Oh, yeah. He likes that place. And I what like are you going to eat there that you think is a good deal? Well, the lobster roll is a good deal for being a lobster roll versus what you would pay somewhere else. Do you think it's, like, up to your standards? Because we know what a snob you are about those. I know. It used to be, but it took a notch down last time I was there. They got, like, other platters, fried shrimp, grilled salmon, anywhere from, like, (laughs) 11 to 14 dollars i mean that's not too bad i don't think i love the inside you know like i guess bang for your buck is also are you sitting together are you comfortable are you not on top of people i hate eating on top of other people whether Mm -hmm. it's my family or it's somebody else i don't care you know there's only a couple people i want to sit next to me that place it's the tables are all spread out it's homey feeling you know it's dark woods it's cool in there. Even if you're not maybe eating, you know, five course, five star, five course meal, you're at least comfortable. And that's right. part of the banging for the buck, I think. That, you got to be comfortable. That's that's actually a good point because you know what? When you are in the parks and it's hot and you're tired and you just want a little bit of space, that's a really good place to go because I don't feel like it's ever crowded. Yeah, you know, I, upstairs, it's not yeah. usually crowded. <clears throat> I what, totally, Tony? I totally agree with Adam and. Uh, Columbia Harbor House was was one of my choices, and and I know we haven't. It's you know it Liza's next, but uh, go ahead. No, 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 no. I'll, I'll let her have her turn. But uh, you know, I I think with Columbia Harbor House, and I, and I've I've uh, I've talked them up before in other shows, and you know, I agree with Adam. I I I love the fact that you know you can sit there and it's it's not crowded, and I love going up to the you know I consider the secret second floor seating area because no one hardly ever goes up there um and it's you know bang for your buck is a lot more than just the value of the food it's the value of the meal and part of the meal is how comfortable you are you know and you're not elbow to elbow with people um we generally try to eat there we'll eat usually like a late dinner so it's after the rush um and the crowds have really thinned out and a lot of people head out and try to get you know, would would stand in line for the evening parade. Uh, you know, we're talking like seven, seven thirty when the crazies start to line up, and uh, which doesn't exist anymore. The crazies. And uh, <laughs> so judgy. I'm sorry. That's fans, okay. fans. <sighs> um, uh, so Columbia Harbor House, I think, is a, is a great quick service restaurant. Not it isn't my choice, but I I totally agree with everything that Adam and and yeah. you have said, Chris. If if I could just 
say something. I like Sunshine Seasons, but Sunshine Seasons, a lot of the tables are shared benches with other... Not that... Okay, I mean, I guess we're all humans, right? But sometimes you don't want to... You've been standing in line with strangers all day, sweating with other people. You want to kind of have your own... Especially if you have... You know, I come from a family with special needs, so if you have somebody in your family that needs space to sort of flare their arms and, and make noise, and you're not going to get that in a place like Sunshine Seasons because it's... First of all, it's open from upstairs, so everybody coming inside can look down and watch you. And you've got a lot of shared seating. So that's why a place like Columbia Harbor House, you kind of have some little nooks and crannies that you can kind of hide in for, you know, an hour or so. Yeah, I think that's a good point. Okay, what do you think, Liza? Okay, so Magic Kingdom, I'm going to always say Pecos Bill is the best bang for your buck. Because Pecos Bill's uh, Cafe, you can get a fajita plate. And I've said, I think I've said this before, but you can get a fajita plate and get an extra side of tortillas and go to the fix-in bar and get a bunch of things and load it up and you're good to go. I mean, you'll have extra food for sure. You can definitely split that and it's definitely a good value. What about you, Tony? I'm going to go with a little bit of a, an offbeat pick here because it's actually a, uh, what I would consider a snack uh, stand. And that is Sleepy Hollow. Uh, ah. I think for uh, costs ranging between uh, just under $6 to about $11, you can pretty much get anything on a waffle uh, there. You can get a chicken uh, chicken waffle sandwich. You can get just a plain waffle. You can get a fruit waffle. Uh, you can get a breakfast egg and cheese waffle if you want. Mm. Um, and, you know, waffles. Uh, a waffle's pretty filling. Uh, and then when you put you know, a good bit of protein on it with a piece of chicken uh, and some homemade chips. Uh, it's a pretty filling meal for, for $10. That's a pretty good deal. Now, you know, the downside of that is there's really no seating there. Uh, yeah. There are a couple of park benches uh, in the area, but, uh, you know, you need to grab it and then hope that there's a place for my family of four to sit. Um, but, uh, you know, outside of the seating, I, I think that it's a pretty filling meal. I think one thing about the seating there is it's always covered in powdered sugar. <laughs> it's hey, kind of I, you're like, oh, I don't think I want to sit here. That's it's a not sweet, sugar. big white that's a sweet behind. seat. Powdered sugar. <laughs> it is bad. Um, <laughs> oh, you sit down and there's a butt print in the powdered sugar. <laughs> in the powdered sugar. Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay, I'm. I'm actually kind of thinking like Tony, kind of like more snacky, although I guess a hot dog is a meal um, because you can get a foot long and fries for $10.99 plus tax. That's a lot of food. You can grab your food and go eat in those little um, cute little area with the uh, umbrellas and everything right outside of that, or you go sit in the hub grass and eat, which is the best. Now see, you're inside my my head now. I know. Um, Because Casey's I I have to stop at Casey's every time I go there, and I agree with you. The 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 regular hot dog, which I think is about eight inches, uh, mm-hmm. is nine forty nine. So for an extra dollar fifty, you get that extra four inches of hot dog, which you know that's a whole that's an extra four inches. That's a good amount of meat. Um, and on top of it, <laughs> uh, if you're there and the piano player is there, you get a little bit of entertainment. The, the only thing man. I don't. 
The only yeah, the piano man outside of Casey's. Oh, the piano man! Like the, I have right? never really ran into the, the piano. Joke. Are you kidding? Oh my god, he's there all the time. The only downside to Casey's, um, and you know, here I am, old man Tony. Little Walt is dead. Uh, it, I, I hated when they took out the little stadium seating. Yeah, wait a minute, and, they took and that the video. Out? Yeah, oh my god, it's been, been gone, gone for, for like years. two years. Yeah, I've oh, I've never been in there. I was supposed to go in there with Mark, but. Like everything on that trip, it didn't happen. Wait a minute, are you saying you've never had a hot dog from Casey's? No. I haven't. I haven't either. So I don't even like hot dogs, but I'll eat a hot dog there. And now I have this image of, like, Tony just standing there with his 12-inch hot dog listening (laughs) to the piano. Maybe I'll do that with Tony. We'll have a moment. That's a great idea. I was supposed to have it with Mark, but, again, Mark was overrated, (laughs) as we determined, and it didn't happen. So yeah. I'll do no, it with Tony. Wait, did Mark say it was overrated? Are, how did you no. never eat there even as a kid? Didn't you like whine and oh, I'm so hungry, and your mom was like, "Go get a hot dog." No, I don't. I, I didn't never either. Hot dogs. I don't like hot dogs really. either. The hot dogs there are good because you know they're Disney the hot dogs and they're made with love. The fries are good there. The fries are also that good. was like yeah. that was a great fry. Yeah. The fries are good. I mean, you know, the line looks intimidating. It's not normally intimidating. It's a good option. And it it is cheap. Just don't go there after a parade or when the park is is clearing out because that, you know, it's it's on a corner. There's two sides to the line, even though there's like maybe five lines there. Nobody really knows where to go. Once you order, you can't move out to get your food. You have to wait there in that little, you know, that queue. Uh, so it it can get a little crowded after a parade or a, or a, or a, or the fireworks or when the park's emptying. So as long as you kind of avoid that those times, you're usually pretty good. And yeah. also, like the later in the day it gets, the more it smells like ketchup in there. Put <laughs> mm. people who got put an ketchup on a hot ketchup. dog. I love ketchup, but I think it does not belong on a hot dog. And people who put it on a hot dog are total weirdos. I'm what? sorry, ketchup is the only thing that goes on my hot dog. And the, the reason I used to go to Casey's when I was a child is because of the futuristic ketchup <laughs> dispenser. Uh, I thought that it was amazing that you could have one spigot with three buttons on there, and it was like so future and high-tech, oh, like yeah. something you would see in Star Trek. Wait a is minute. Push- yeah, what? because Captain Kirk is all about his condiments. That's a well-known fact. Yes, Wait a exactly. What is this? Futuristic ketchup dispenser. <laughs> they used to have the ketchup, the ketchup mayonnaise and mustard used to used to have the dispenser oh. with the buttons, and you would push it. And the one thing I hated was because I'm a ketchup fan is if you went over to the dispenser since they all use the same spigot, mm-hmm. if somebody ahead of you had used mustard and there was like a little bit of mustard kind of like hanging on <laughs> on, the, on the end, and then you push ketchup, but you got that little dollop of mustard yes. that came off with it. Oh, that's it. My hot dog. Love mustard, but I hate mayonnaise. And if there was any of that on my hot, I couldn't do it. Let me ask you a question. If you, so, okay, Tony, what if you got a little bit of ketchup or a mayo in your ketchup? Because, like, the Canadians, they will mix their mayo and their ketchup. It is the best thing ever. Oh, it sounds so gross. No, it's really good. They'll only do that if they're not putting malt vinegar on their fries. Love malt vinegar. delicious. Yes, malt vinegar on the French fries. So a little good. bit of a little bit of mayo and ketchup I can deal with, but mustard I I, I do not eat mustard. You don't I like used to. Mustard? I don't like mustard. I love mustard. I could eat it plain, just out it's of a like jar. It's like one of the like no calorie condiments. 
I like honey mustard dressing, but I don't like mustard itself as a standalone condiment. I well, find it surprising that we can all agree on the fact that vinegar on malted, malted vinegar on fries is actually delicious. Because I think a lot of people don't agree on that. Oh, yeah. I don't, that's what I don't think yeah. it's delicious. Oh, you don't think? Okay, oh, so never mind. Tony doesn't. Yeah. Well, he's not real, so. I was yeah. in Canada, and we went to an A&W restaurant there. Mm-hmm. And I took what I thought was a ketchup packet because I had ordered fries. Uh, and I went, you know, like any teenage boy, I put the packet in my mouth to open it, to, to rip it. And when I ripped it, it was a vinegar packet and vinegar shot all inside my mouth. So now I, I, I dislike Canada. Canada, Wait, Canada. Wait a minute. We have Canadian listeners. They are wonderful people. It's a wonderful country. Except we, for Tony does not speak for us. I no, don't know. Cheese curd. I say that. Maple I say syrup. that. Jest. My my Canada is uh, is great. Um, our neighbors to the north, and I love you all, eh? I was I almost love- born in Canada, so I feel a special kinship. I could have been Canadian. I've been to I, Canada like twice, so hey. And I like yeah. hockey. I, yeah. Okay. Anyway, like, that's. But you know what's wrong with Canada? It's really far from Disney. <laughs> like think of how Canadian Disneyland. But we, they get some have, really good discounts. We have a listener, her name is Kim. And Kim will drive from Ontario <gasps> to New York and fly out of there because the flights are so expensive. It's oh. only like a couple hours from her. Yeah. Oh, okay. But still, okay. I don't think she's no. flying from New York City. I think she's like flying from like up there. Buffalo. Maybe Buffalo. Buffalo. Niagara yeah. or something like that. Albany. Yeah, she flies out of well, Buffalo. On Southwest, I know her schedule. Um, we, um, no, we met uh, Kim. You met Kim and her her nice boyfriend. Oh, we did. Nice hey, yeah. Ohana Kim. Yeah. Oh, right. I love them. I love them too. It was special. Um, okay. All right. I think we need to finish this up. Oh, wait. Did I? Oh, I did. I said my hot dog. Sorry. And that just was like a chain of giggling. I heard you, Liza. Um, <laughs> but um, okay. So I think we're going to close it out. So. I would like to thank everyone for listening to this show. I hope we taught you something. And if we didn't, I hope we amused you. If you like us, you can like the podcast page on Facebook. We have a private group. You can join if you're breathing and have a finger to push that button. (laughs) You can follow us on Twitter. Young man, Adam over there. He takes care of that from the bathroom. So you'll know his schedule. And, of course, we're on Instagram as well. And if you really like us, go ahead and leave us a review on iTunes. Thank you for listening. Good night. Bye. Good night. Bye, everyone. Good morning. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I could be anytime, right? I bet a yeah. lot of them in the morning. All right. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Bye.